0: Mine in a dim thing pretty Unless you're talking about the bridge and seaport Even from the seats in the upper decks You can see the seashore Tailgate function with the cornea side just walk from the tribal building For the Padres I'm on it Yeah, cause for the 619 we'll knock you down Anything for the brown, put it on the town Started back rocking the brown Ever since we've been knocking them down Baby says you wanna go to the gang Taught her how to say Padre gang gang What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 281 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden here on a Tuesday night. I already had an episode earlier today, and I was not expecting to do one tonight, but news has come down. The Padres are bringing back Nick Martinez, according to John Heyman. According to Ken Rosenthal, the news is close, or like they were making progress on a deal Dennis Lynn, after Martinez opted out a few days ago, said that conversations were going to continue. We don't know the terms. I already see Irene in the chat here. We don't know how much. Don't know how many years. Don't know how much money. But John Heyman is reporting uh, that Nick Martinez is going to be back days after opting out. Uh, Lynn said, like I just talked about, there were discussions after the opt-out. But it was quiet there for a few days. Um, Rosenthal then today, 7.34 p.m., so almost an hour ago, he said there's progress being made on a new deal. Remember, Martinez had the $6.5 million opt- option, the player option for 2023, uh, and he obviously did not take that. He knew he was going to get more money than $6.5 million per year on the free agent market, regardless of where he went to based on the year that he had in 2022 Um, he was very very valuable valuable to this Padres team obviously and so the Padres bringing back Nick Martinez is absolutely huge Um, I know it's not a Jacob deGrom or you know any big like starting pitcher or you know they didn't bring they didn't bring in Anthony Rizzo they're not this isn't like Trey Turner or any of those big flashy names But Padre fans, diard Padre fans that watched the whole season, and even Padre fans that, you know, checked in every once in a while. And they went and, but they were locked in, you know, during the postseason. They saw how much of an impact Nick Martinez had on this Padres team. And so if if you're like me and really pay attention to this team, you got to be pumped up that Nick is going to be back with the Padres. Now, I'm kind of just waiting here to see what tweets come in how long a deal's going to be, how much money it's going to be, because John John Amon said that he's back with the Padres. He reported that, uh, and so I was going live here, but since that tweet, it's like Passing hasn't come out and said, okay, it's official. They've agreed. There hasn't been any money coming out, so until Passing tweets, it's kind of like, all right, well, looks like he's back, but There's no news yet. Obviously, we got fooled with that on the trade deadline with Max Scherzer and stuff. I think he's back with the Padres. Lynn's been talking about it. Ken Rosenthal, John Heyman. Like, there are multiple tweets out there that are saying that, you know, at least discussions are progressing. Just no terms yet. No years, no money yet. Uh, But feel free in the chat to give your thoughts on Nick Martinez being back with the Padres. Maybe it's kind of tough to give your full thoughts right now because we just don't know how much it's going to be, how many years it's going to be. But if Nick Martinez is back here with the Padres, again, that's what it seems like. That is a huge boost to the 2023 Padres and for however long he is here. Uh, this is not a guy that it seems like it's gonna. it was a one-year thing. And, oh, Nick Martinez, it was just uh, – it was just – a great year, but then he didn't. He wasn't able to repeat that. That's not what it seems like with Nick. It seems like he's going to be able to repeat this. He takes really good care of his body. Obviously, um, it seems like pitching. wise he uses a lot of his legs. Right, a lot of that power comes from his legs. So, um, he, my point is, it just seems like this is a guy that's going to be able to be consistent and be healthy for the Padres. Uh, where, like, Drew Pomerantz, they gave him that deal, hasn't been healthy. Nick Martinez is totally different from Drew Pomerantz, you know. And Nick, he wanted to start. He wanted to get a contract where he was a starting pitcher and get a starting pitcher pitching role on a team. Obviously, wants to be on a contender. And it has not been uh, confirmed that he's going to be a starting pitcher or, you know, what his exact role is going to be with the Padres. But AJ Preller at the GM meetings last week, he said that we're, you know, Nick wants to be a starter. And it seems like he agrees with that. And they're going to give Nick the opportunity to start. Now, will Nick become a reliever in the postseason? Maybe. If you have Darvish, Snell, Musgrove as the top three, then in the NLDS, maybe Martinez is a reliever. And I I think that would work. And he'd be willing to do that because the guy's trying to win. But I understand why he wants to be a starter in the regular season. I think he deserves the opportunity to be a starter, especially since Gore's not here anymore. Clev and Mania are not here anymore. Like, there's spots open in the rotation, so he at least deserves that opportunity. Uh, But again, I think just because he's going to start the season as a starter, at least that's what it seems like, that doesn't mean he's going to end the season as a starting pitcher. But the guy deserves it. I mean, Bob Melvin... He had him start to begin the season. I think he made 10 starts in 2022. Then he went and made 37 relief appearances out of the bullpen. He had some holds. He had some saves. He did anything, anything and everything that Ruben Niebla and Bob Melvin asked of him in 2022. And I think the Padres are going to reward him financially because he did that. Uh, Again, we don't have the terms yet. I'm just reacting live here. So if you're listening to the podcast, you're listening back to it. Um, thank you, number one. I appreciate that. I appreciate anyone tuning in. Uh, but I'm just reacting to what's coming in live right now. I have no value, no dollar value, no years. Um, now, Nick Martinez, this isn't the end to the Padres free agent uh, spending spree. I mean, bringing back Suarez, bringing back Nick Martinez, That is the best start that the Padres can have to their offseason. I mean, Robert Suarez, he was huge for the Padres last season. We saw it in the postseason as well. Pitch some of those highest leverage situations. He was huge in that. Didn't give up a run in the entire month of September. So you lock him down for five years. He's the eighth inning guy. And you have him as your closer for 2024 and beyond because we know that Josh Hader is not going to come back based on how much money – Suarez got based on how much money uh, Edwin Diaz got, right? $102 million over five years. Some people think that Josh Hader's better than Edwin Diaz, or at least he has the consistent track record of that, right? So having Suarez locked in as the closer long-term, that is big. Eighth inning guy this year. Powder's are going all out this year. And Peter Seidler doesn't care about four, year four, year five of the Suarez contract. Right now he's trying to win, and he knew he was going to have to bring back Suarez. Huge check mark there that you can check that box off. Then bringing back Nick Martinez, that was obviously huge. Um, again, we don't know the years, don't know the money, but having him as your four or your five starter, and we know that he's willing to do whatever to help this Padres team win. Now, in the regular season, he's probably going to want to be a starter. He's probably going to say, Hey, you guys gave me this money to be a starting pitcher. Let me start. And that's understandable as well. But in the postseason, I have no hesitancy as to him, or as at least for me, I, I, I'm not hesitant at all to give this money to him if I'm the Padres because I know he's going to take on whatever role the Padres want to give him in 2023 come playoff time or come September or whenever they need him in that bullpen. I believe that he will be able to uh, – he'll, he'll accept it and go to the bullpen and pitch his butt off because that's what he did this year. I don't think money is going to change him. Uh, This guy, he wants to win. We saw whenever he got a big out in the postseason or even in the regular season, he was pumped up. I loved that about Nick Martinez. He was firing me up on the couch a lot of times during this regular season and during the postseason when they were on the road and he was making big plays. Um, So I'm very, very excited for Nick. It looks like he is back with the Padres. I'm just waiting to see... Twitter notifications come in on the years and all that, but give me your thoughts right now, live in the chat. Um, if you want to make sure I get to your comment, make or get to your question. If you have a question, you have comments, make sure to use that super chat uh, function there, that button. Uh, and I believe there's a super thanks button on regular videos, daily Padres content here on the Talking Friars YouTube channel, also available on the podcast platforms. Just look up Gaslamp Ball on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You'll see it there. And then I'm on social media as well, at Talking Friars on Twitter and Instagram. A good night. Good start to the Padres offseason today. If you missed it, the Padres, they missed out on Anthony Rizzo. He's going back to the New York Yankees. But as I said earlier today, it's not the end of the world. Jose Abreu's still out there. Brandon Belt's still out there. Myers, Bell, uh, Brennan, I said Brandon Belt. Josh Bell, Brandon Jury. Trey Mancini. There's other options that are out there available. Seth Brown's out there on the trade market. Yandi Diaz might get dealt, who knows, uh, from Tampa. There's other options. Uh, but like I also said, this is not the end, right? You need a power bat at first base, but r- losing Rizzo is not the end of the world, like I was just saying a couple seconds ago. There's other options out there. Uh, cheaper options out there. You don't have to give up the multiple draft picks and the, the international bonus pool money, the $1 million in international bonus pool money. Um, if you want to go get like a Jose Abreu or any of the other free agents, Jock Peterson maybe was an option, but he got the qualifying offer and he accepted it. So he's going back to the Giants. Um, I don't think that's the end of the world. Obviously there's options. Mitch Haniger, Profar, who knows how interested they are in Jerickson. Scott Boris is playing up his market, or at least he was last week at the GM meetings. So we will see about that. Uh, But there's, I mean, there's other names in the outfield as well. Um, I know this Martinez signing just happened. So obviously that's going to be the focus tonight, but there's other names out there. I have a list Um, start at, you know, starting pitching wise, right. Martinez, that's not the end of it. They're going to have to go add probably another starter, Hopefully an, an, another couple starters. I don't trust Jay Groom right now. I haven't seen anything of him. I'm not going to lie and say I know Jay Groom. haven't seen the guy. Ryan Weathers struggled last year in AAA. Um, made a couple appearances with the Padres. But you can't really trust those options. Adrian Morahone hasn't pitched more than 40 innings in the big leagues in his career. You're not going to just go give the five-starter spot to him. And you want competition for that fifth-starter spot. I don't think you want to have the five spots just... Given to guys, you know, the top four or they could bring in a four starter and a Martinez be the five. But for the five spots, if Martinez is with the Padres and that's what reports are saying right now, you have four of the five locked up. I hope they can get another couple starters. Maybe they're cheaper deals, but another couple, um, you, know, you know, Jose Quintana is out there. No, Syndergaard, Michael Walker, Corey Kluber, uh, Michael Lorenzen, Troy, uh, Trevor Williams. Those are just some names that I threw out there this past weekend on an episode of some starting pitching options. Uh, And then when it comes to the outfield and other positions of need, there are obviously other guys there. Trade market as well for starting pitching, Justin Dunn, Trevor Rogers, Reed Detmers, James Caprillian, They all made less than a million dollars last year um, on their contracts. I'm trying to find, okay, here it is. So, DH or first base, you know, J.D. Martinez, Trey Mancini, Nelson Cruz, don't know how much interest they would have in him because it seems like he's just a DH. But uh, like Brandon Bell, Yuli Gurriel, that's another name I didn't mention. Who knows what his situation is going to be if the Astros want him back. He's actually old. He's like 39. For a guy that's just hitting free agency now, I'm surprised by that. Carlos Santana is also out there. So there's names there. Left field, Andrew Benintendi, but he's probably going to get four or five years. I would not do that. Jock Peterson, he's not available. But David Peralta is, Profar, Mitch Haniger, who knows what Michael Conforto's market is. Boris is his agent, so you never know. Uh, Boris, whenever he talks to the media, you can't just like trust everything that he says because he's trying to do his job. He's trying to play up the market and uh, sit there and say, who's going Taipei, you know, with Taiwan Walker and pro far. So good. Instead of so far, so good with Profar, Like he's just playing up the market and just trying to entertain the media. Uh, He's trying to do his job, get the biggest contract for his guys. So you can't just listen to what the agent says and be like, Oh, well, guess the Padres are out on him or, you know, you just can't make those assumptions because he could just be lying to the media. And he's just saying, well, far, there's a big market for him when maybe there's not. Maybe there's a couple teams. Uh, It only takes one, but I just don't trust Boris, whatever he says. Uh, Kodai Senga is obviously a name that's out there on the market, Uh, but it seems like he's going to get like five years probably. Um, Jameson Tyone, Tyler Anderson's with the Angels. He signed there today. But Chris Bassett's out there. I personally don't see the Padres spending big on a guy like that. After bringing in Martinez, it feels like they would trade for a starter or two or trade for a starter and then bring in uh, a low salary guy, kind of like Trevor Williams. Uh, that's been reported previously this offseason. So we will see. Nick Martinez, obviously, that's the topic for tonight. According to John Heyman, he is back with the Padres. Uh, a 1.1 war, according to baseball reference, this past season, a 3 7 ERA in the regular season 10 starts 37 relief appearances did not allow a run in the national league division series did not allow a run in the nlcs obviously his last outing was nlcs game four where he came in after clev crapped the bed couldn't get an out and he went three shutout innings didn't allow bryce harper to score stranded him on third base in that first inning uh he was huge the changeup was great this year. He wanted to win so badly, and so I, I don't think money's going to change him. He's going to continue to want to win, kind of like Musgrove. Like I, I like comparing him and Musgrove uh, to each other, like guys that work really hard, at least it seems like they do, take good care of their bodies. They're there consistently. They don't get hurt, and they want to win. Uh, and you got to love to hear that if you're a Padre fan. Um, I'm trying to see here, okay, there's no no more, um, no nothing from Twitter, I was just checking that, sorry, let me get some of these people out of this chat, just some spam here, all right, let's go through the chat again, if you want to make sure I get to your comment or question here on this Tuesday night, use that super chat button, and I will get to it, I appreciate it. Uh, again, just reacting live here, no terms yet, no years, no money. But according to John Heyman, back with the Padres is Nick Martinez. According to Ken Rosenthal, Dennis Lynn, there's been progress on a deal. So looks like he's back with the Padres. We just don't know what the terms are, obviously. Uh, Anthony says, I don't think we are done yet for agency wise. I agree. Um, there, because there's more holes to fill. Maybe they could be done free agency wise and they'd fill that the left field hole and the first base hole or DH with trades. But I think that the most likely thing is they go out in free agency and continue to spend. Hopefully they like Jose Abreu as much as I do, or as much as some Padres fans do like that. That's like a dream. I was talking about it earlier, like a dream offseason. Abreu, Suarez, Martinez. I'm big on Mitch Haniger. Um, but someone like that, to fill left field, or at least be an outfield bat, uh, be an upgrade over Profar, um, or if he's not an upgrade, at least don't overpay for Profar. Like, that's a great offseason. Um, for me, it's not making a bunch of splashy moves. Bringing in a Abreu, I guess, would be a splashy move, right? But it's not like you traded for Soto or anything, right? You didn't make, like, that big of a splashy move. My point is the Padres are in a spot right now where they don't need all the splashy moves. You're just trying to bring back your key pieces, Suarez and Martinez. They've already done that. And you're trying to improve where you think you need to improve. The offense, the power, right? That's where the Padres are looking to improve there. Corner outfield bat, uh, first base, DH. That's where they're looking to improve there, get some more consistency. I think Soto's going to have a better year. And they're going to improve this offseason by adding Fernando Tatis Jr. when he comes back, hopefully April 20th, after the suspension. So they don't need to make all these splashy moves because they're adding a 40-homer guy to their lineup. Remember, Tatis, I know this feels like a long time ago, but he hit 40-plus home runs, led the National League in home runs in 2021 while battling shoulder subluxations, right? So... um there isn't a lot of moves that have to be done. That's a good thing. If you're the Padres, you don't want to be one of those teams that are like, Oh, we need to upgrade six different spots on the roster. Right. Then that means you're probably not that close. Padres made the NLCS, uh, some managerial decisions or some players, some pitchers just pitching better. And maybe that NLCS goes differently. Um, those pitchers I'm talking about Mania and Clevenger. I'm not talking about Suarez. Like, he gave up a home run to Bryce Harper, the best hitter on the planet at the time, right? I'm not mad at him for that. I'm not mad at Bomell for that decision. I'm more mad at him for the Manaya decision and, um, you know, Clevenger just crapping the bed. Uh, but I've already discussed that at length. So, I mean, we can get into that more, but it's been, how long has it been? A month, maybe almost a month now, or November 15th. So that's definitely been talked about um continuing with the chat here just waiting to hear if uh, i mean i don't know if we're going to hear about the terms so if you're listening to this back or watching this back and you still don't know the terms then i'm sorry we never got to them but i'm just reacting to this live here and hopefully the money comes out and we can react to that together um Irie says, "I'm going to dread when Myers gets signed to a different team. I don't care that he's not a superstar, and that contract was backloaded. Um, yeah, I mean, I think odds are Myers does go to a different team. If he wants to start, he's not going to start with the Padres, I wouldn't think. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll it'll probably suck to see Myers go somewhere else. But I mean." Did we expect him to be a starter on this team in 2023? No, I'm hoping that he comes back, but a team will give him more than probably five million a year uh, to be a starter for them. I don't know who that is. Maybe it's Colorado. If they don't get Brandon Nimmo, he loves hitting in Colorado. Uh, It's a rebuilding team, probably, or a team gives him more money than the Padres. And that team is also contending and he's fine going there. So Will and his family, Maggie, his wife, they love being here. Uh, You have Maggie posting on Instagram, making homemade Lolitas, uh, Cali burritos. They love San Diego, so I hope they come back. But I'm not, you know, holding my breath. Uh, He'll probably end up somewhere else. But I'm proud of the way it ended. Maybe he didn't show up with the bat a whole lot in the postseason, but made it to the NLCS after all those bad years being like the guy and being the only guy left. I'm proud of the way it ended and the way he embraced the city. I've already talked about that though. Uh, Dylan asks, how long do you think the deal is and how much money for Nick Martinez? Um, I've said in recent days, like three years, 30 million reason why I say that $10 million a year. I think that that is reasonable for both sides. The Padres, that's not like 15 million a year, right? Four or five starter, $10 million a year, that's, that's good. Um, and for Nick Martinez, you get more money per year than Robert Suarez got, right? Robert Suarez was, or he is a reliever, and starters get more money, right? And Nick Martinez has an argument to say, hey, you gave Suarez $9.2 million a year. I believe that I deserve more than that. Um, I was as valuable or even more valuable than Robert Suarez was last year in 2022, last season, so pay me this money. Like, I want to be here, let's work something out. I'm not asking you to give me like 15 million a year or 20 million a year, just give me more than Suarez per year, multi year deal, and I'll come back and pitch my butt off for this team. So, I think three for 30. That's my prediction. Uh, that's been my prediction for the last few days, maybe for the last week. I don't even remember. These days are kind of just mushing together here, but um. I think that's fair for both, for both sides. It might be four years. If it's four years, I don't even know if I'd be that mad at it, uh, as long as it's not like ridiculous amount of money. Um, but right now, like the Padres are trying to win, it's not my money. So whatever it is, I'm happy that Nick Martinez is with the Padres. Like that's the bottom line. I love Nick Martinez in a Padres uniform, at least based on what I saw in 2022. So I'm just happy he's here. It's not my money. Peter Seidler, go spend it however you want to. He's he, he's literally said to the media, "I kind of like spending money. You can't take it with you." So I actually won't be surprised if it's more than thirty million. But I think three for thirty is fair. Uh, looks like Gabe likes this move. W Preller, Mike says bringing back these two pit, pictures, Pitchers, you mean? Just keeps our team the same, and this team needs to get better. The rumors should be about new starting pitching. Yeah, but the, the two here's the thing though, Mike. I disagree about the two pitchers. Robert Suarez was one of, one of the best relievers in all of baseball at the end of last year, and he was huge for the Padres. He got paid. Like, he was going to have a big market in free agency. Nick Martinez was one of the most valuable Padres in 2022. So it's not like they're bringing back Clevenger and Manaya. If they were bringing back Clevenger and Mania, I would agree. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, you need new starters. You need new starting pitching. But bringing back Martinez, he was not a scrub for the Padres, right? Bringing back Suarez, he was not a scrub. These were two very valuable pieces for the Padres in 2022. If Suarez and if Martinez were not on the team, they would not have gone as far as they did. So, yeah, I think from now on, it probably should be about new starting pitching. I don't want Clevenger and Mania back. I mean, if one of them come back on a one-year deal and they're fighting for a rotation spot, I guess that's not the end of the world, but I'm not going to overpay for them. And I'd rather just see someone else, a couple other arms, come in to the Padres and see what Ruben Diablo can do with them at the back end of their rotation. Um, So, I like, look, I understand about the new starting pitching and some fans, they want new guys in there. uh, And it is about getting better. I think most of it about getting better is the offense, like the back end. Yeah. Don't bring back Clevenger Mania in the rotation. Right. But getting better is the offense, right? You're getting better with Tatis. You're hopefully getting better in the power department based on who you bring in. That's where I think they're getting better. So, yeah, I guess that's my thoughts on that. Um. Jim asks, do you know if A.J. Preller is talking with Brandon Drury? I have not heard anything about A.J. talking with Drury. I believe at the GM meetings last week, he said he was going to remain in contact with them. He probably said he was going to remain in contact with all of the Padres free agents, like any other GM would say. Um, but no, I've not heard anything on the Brandon Drury like, free agency front. There hasn't been any news. He seems like a guy, kind of like Myers as well. Maybe Bell. Where they're waiting for the big first base guys to sign, and then those teams that don't land those big guys, then they'll go and get Drury and Bell and the other first base, first baseman that are available on the free agent market. There are going to be teams, Astros. They were interested in Rizzo. Now he's going to back to the Yankees, so maybe they go after Abreu now. Um, teams are going to be going after those big guys first, the best players, and then. You know, Brandon Drury is probably a backup backup plan for some of these teams. Rocket Dog says we got to hang on to Hater somehow. They'll hang on to him for this year, but I don't think that he's going to come back in twenty twenty four. They signed Robert Suarez at least in my mind to be the closer for twenty twenty four and beyond, uh, and they just went with the security. Hey, let's get Suarez. He liked being here in San Diego. Let's just go get him. And Hater. We'll use him as much as we can for 2023. Just use, just maximize him. See what he can do. Go all out with Hader in 2023. And then you see what happens. And hopefully Suarez pitches good in 2023. And Pomerantz can stay healthy a little bit. And the back end of the rotation, uh, or not the rotation, the back end of the bullpen looks really, really good. I mean, I want the back end of the rotation to look good too. But back end of that bullpen, hopefully it is the best in baseball. In 2023. That's probably the Padres mindset. Just go all in on that. Fakes 619 asks. What are your thoughts on Bassett as a 4-5? I think that Bassett's going to command more money than a 4-5 starter would. It's probably going to be three, four years. And I just don't see Chris Bassett coming to the Padres to be the 4-starter. He's more like a 2 or a 3-starter. And he'll get $3 starter and he will get 3000000 or not $3, million, three years, $4 million, or four years, three, four years. Sorry if I can talk. Uh, I'm excited right now with Martinez coming back. Three, four years, $20 million a year probably. The Padres aren't going to do that for Chris Bassett, I don't think. When they're trying to get an extension done with Darvish, obviously Soto, um, and you're trying to just fill out the back end of the rotation. I don't think they're going like big-name hunting because Bassett's one of the bigger names. After DeGrom and Verlander, because we know that some teams, they're not even in that $40 million a year uh, bidding. That's going to happen with DeGrom and Verlander. So they're just going down to that tier below that, and Bassett is in that. Uh, Chris Sale, is someone asked about here. I think he's still under contract with the Red Sox. Even if he wasn't, I don't know. He just can't stay healthy, so no, I, I would not be in on that. Uh, King LV asks, who are we signing next? Good question. Don't know. Hopefully it's Abreu, but his market, he might wait and just see what the great offers are. I mean, Nick Martinez, right? Yesterday I went on John and Jim. Jim wasn't there. He was going and watching the Eagles lose. So hopefully he enjoyed that. But John Schaefer had me on, and I was talking about how Nick Martinez, there's no urgency for him to sign. He's probably just waiting for teams to call him and say, we'll offer you this, we'll offer you that, because the player opt-out you know, deadline had already passed. It's just free agency now. Same thing with Jose Abreu. Uh, he was a free agent anyway. There was no opt-out thing for him, uh, any decision, but he has time. There's no urgency for him. It's November, right? The World Series ended this month, so there's plenty of time. I don't even know if there's going to be a bunch of action until the winter meetings. I hope that the action happens during the winter meetings week because it's here. Um, But yeah, I mean, who are we signing next? I have no idea. It might be a no name guy just to be a minor league invite. Uh, It might be pro far. We have no idea. Uh, It's, it's hard to predict AJ Preller. The one thing we could, we were predicting was Nick Martinez coming back to the Padres. And that seems like it's going to happen, but that was like, that felt like the slam dunk of the offseason. There's no other signings that feel like, oh, it's a slam dunk. He's coming back. Robert Suarez did not feel like a slam dunk. Oh, Robert Suarez is coming back to the Padres. I didn't think he was going to come back because I thought a team was going to overpay for him and say, hey, you're our closer this year. We'll give you a bunch of money. The Padres gave him a bunch of money. I thought he was maybe a team was going to give him like 12 $15 million a year. But uh, the Padres came in and gave him five years. Maybe... Another team just wasn't willing to give five years. Um, so, yeah, back to your question, King LV, who are we signing next? No idea. It might be a trade. Who knows? Um, sorry, I lost the chat here. Let me scroll back up. Again, no no uh, years yet, no money yet on the Nick Martinez deal. Festivus says trade Tatis for a huge juan soto like package no why would you do that that's idiotic um sorry nothing against you don't know you but that that's pretty idiotic i think why would we do that the guy's under contract for more than a decade um this isn't the time to trade tatis he's coming back from surgeries he's coming back from injury and if you want to spin it positively this guy's probably pissed off that he wasn't a part of the Padres and you know winning and beating the Dodgers, and he's probably as motivated as ever to prove people wrong, prove that he's you know not this cheater, and he still can do it without you know ringworm and all that, and he wants to be a part of the Padres winning. Like this guy is motivated. He's doing all of the right things. You don't trade Fernando Tatis Jr. after he. I mean. After giving him the extension one, and he's one of the best players in baseball. It's not like he's out of his prime or anything like that. He made a dumb decision. I will always remember that, and it's a what if. What if Tatis was on the team playing shortstop or in the lineup for the 2022 Padres the year they made the NLCS? Would they have made it to the World Series with Tatis? We never know. You know, I will always hold that against him. But next year, I'm going to be cheering for him because he's a Padre, and I want the Padres to win. And you bet Fernando Tatis Jr. will help the Padres win games next year. He will. So trading Tatis for a huge Juan Soto-like package when you're trying to go all in, guess what? That package is not going to be equal to what Fernando Tatis Jr. can give to the Padres. It's just not. So sorry, that that's not going to happen. Carson asks, would the Rays trade Glass now? Um, I mean... It's the Rays, right? That's a good question. I paused there because it's a good question. I think that they're going to talk to teams about that. But didn't they? I think they signed them to an extension. I'm doing this on my iPad. Sorry, my computer. I don't have it. It's broken. So um, I'm supposed to get it tomorrow, hopefully. We'll see about that tomorrow night. Uh, but yeah, would the Rays trade him with the right package? Yeah, they would. They don't, they're not committed to anyone. I mean, maybe Juan Franco. they gave him that, wasn't it like a 10-year deal or something? They gave him a long contract, but they're not committed to anyone. Nobody. So, yeah, they traded Snell. They can trade Glass now. Um, so, yeah, they would trade him. Will the Padres give up what the Rays want? I don't know. I don't think so. At least this year, I mean. They're looking for back-end rotation guys and guys that can stay healthy. Glasnow has not proven that he can stay healthy year in and year out. And he's at the top of the rotation guy. They have Darvish, Snow, and Musgrove right now. like, And Martinez. Hopefully hopefully this this deal gets done. So um, I don't see that happening. Glasnow to the Padres. But just the Rays trading him, uh, I think that could happen. Cindergaard is an interesting one here in the chat. They ask about him. MLB Trade Rumors expects him to get, like, three years. I I don't see the Padres wanting to give Syndergaard three years. Um, His fastball velocity's down. He's going to have to prove to teams that he can do it with secondary pitches, with secondary stuff. Uh, I don't think the Padres bring Noah Syndergaard in, but he was one of my options that I listed this past weekend, starting pitching options. Um, So we'll see. I think that's more of a one-year deal or a one-year deal with the club option. You know, the Padres, if they're going to bring him in, they're going to want control over what happens after 2023 with Syndergaard. Sam, Samuel uh, asks, since Jock and Rizzo are gone, would pivoting to Mitch Hanegar and Jose Abreu be the move? That's my dream. Um, that's my dream to be the move. Yeah, Jock, qualifying offer, he took that. So he's back with the Giants if you're just tuning in. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, he is back with the Yankees. He signed a two-year deal, effectively worth, essentially worth $40 million because there was the $6 million club option, or the buyout, excuse me, uh, if they don't take the club option for 2025. So, yeah, um, both of those guys gone. Abreu, I think, should be the pivot for the Padres. Go in all in on, or not all in, maybe. You don't want to overpay for him. He is older. Not, I don't know if he's in his prime anymore. Um, he's older than Rizzo. I think he's 35, I want to say. Uh, but, yeah, I think they should pivot to a brave, focus on him as a power bat, and, yeah, make a strong run at Mitch Haniger. Show interest early, consistently show interest, so Mitch Haniger knows that the Padres are serious about bringing him in, and it's not just, oh, we'll check in on you, and then you don't contact him, you don't contact his agent expressing interest for another couple weeks, right? Make that interest consistent and see if those, you know, Check with the agents, see uh, if there have been new offers from other teams and what those offers are, and just consistent contact is big, I think, with the free agents that they want. I don't know if they want Abreu. I don't know if they want Mitch Haniger, but I want those guys. I I, I would definitely be interested in Haniger and Abreu, that's for sure. Three years. Breaking news from Dennis Lynn. The new agreement with the Padres is for three years. Sources tell The Athletic. Nick Martinez, three years. He became a free agent last week when he opted out of the three years remaining on his original contract. He's expected to get a decent raise this time around. So three-year deal is what it is expected for Nick Martinez. Breaking news from Dennis Lynn of The Athletic on Twitter. So I got that part right if Dennis Lynn is right, three years, I said three for 30 million. We'll see what that dollar number is. Uh, But a raise is coming for Nick deservedly. So, and three years is the expected um, length of his contract. Mike says a breeze power is diminishing. He still hit for average, but he's more like around 15 home runs in this park. Now. Yeah. Petco. It's hard to hit home runs out of, but, Remember, there's no shift. I don't know how much that had impact him, impacted him last year. I'm not going to sit here and say I watched all of those White Sox games last year with Tony La Russa falling asleep as the manager. Uh, but he still does have power, and I think taking away the shift will help him and will help every other hitter, or almost every other hitter. Uh, these are more just general Padres questions, but keep them coming. If you want to make sure that I get to your comment, there's a lot of people in here. Or a good amount of people in here tonight. I appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, use that super chat button. Uh, Festivus asks, Where will Kim play? Don't know. Potteries have not made a decision on that. Preller talked, or he's going to start the season at shortstop. Um, and then we'll see when Tatis comes back. They have not made a decision. Uh, six to eight weeks is over the next six to eight weeks, is what Preller said last week at the GM meetings. How long they'll you know, deliberate on those decisions. Tatis is supposed to resume baseball activities in January. Hopefully it's early January, and then he will be good to go for spring training with the team on field. uh, If all checkups go well and all that. So don't know what Kim's going to, where he's going to play when Tatis comes back, but he's going to start at shortstop to start the season. I'd be very surprised if he's not at shortstop because that means he's hurt or Preller like brought in, Xander Bogarts or Trey Turner or something. And that's not going to happen. Kevin says Martinez should have started game four against the Phillies. Well, I mean, we're looking, I mean, that's hindsight, obviously. Yeah, we would have, if we knew Cleb wasn't going to get an out, yeah, Martinez starts the game. Um, I mean, we also have to look at the Mania decision too. Bob Melvin decided to, have um, not Martinez, he decided to have Mania go out there after Juan Soto gave the Padres the lead back, 6-4. He already gave up a run in the inning before that, put him out there for the fifth, and then he got smacked. I, w- I would not have done that, especially when Garcia was coming in there to, to uh, relieve relief Mania in that fifth inning. So I think that it's more about that. Martinez did his job, though. Can't do anything about it now. I'm happy that Nick Martinez is a Padre. According to Dennis Lynn, expected three years. So 2023, 2024, 2025. Uh, Jackson says, W, now get Trey Turner. Where is this Trey Turner stuff coming from? Other than someone just throwing stuff out there, just to be funny. Trey Turner is not coming to the Padres. They have Hassan Kim playing shortstop. They have so many shortstops on this roster. You could see a four shortstop infield when Tatis comes back. If they have Crony play first, they have Kim play second, or short or second, and they have Tatis play the other position, you have Manny play third. Like, they have plenty of shortstop. They're not paying Trey Turner. Because then, are they going to go pay Juan Soto? Do you want Trey Turner or do you want Juan Soto? To fit your team, you want Juan Soto. So they're not bringing in Trey Turner. Um, I lost the chat again. Let me scroll up here. Kevin says, I thought Hader had two more years of control. No, he has one 2023 and he's a free agent. That was part of why the Padres probably gave swore is those five years because they wanted the assurance that we're going to have a closer for years and years to come. A high leverage guy. And the odds were probably slim that they would bring back Josh Hader. If they let him walk in free agency. Um, And Hayter, I mean, his arm could blow out, right? I mean, he did throw a lot of innings with the Brewers. They used him in every type of situation. It seems like the Padres, they wanted to use him as the ninth-inning guy for 2023. That was definitely the case, obviously, in the postseason. So, uh, well, excluding a couple games. I mean, that Dodger game two uh, in LDS, I think they used him in the eighth inning there. But that was because uh, they had Suarez pitch earlier, right? Uh, but it seems like Haters, for 2023, the only more one more year of control that they have of him, he's probably going to be the ninth inning guy, and then they have Suarez as the guarantee to be there for 2024 and beyond. Anthony asks, would you trade for Bellinger? Uh, I, I, I lean towards no. I don't even think the Dodgers would not trade him to the Padres. I don't think there's talk about non-tendering him, but I think they're just going to keep Bellinger and, you know, hope that he turns back into what he was in 2018, 2019. Ivan asked, when are the winter meetings? December 4th. I think that's, or is that maybe that might be a Sunday. December 5th, I think is the Monday. So starting then that week. So hopefully I'll have some Padres content out there for you uh, during that week from the winter meetings. Alex asks, what about trading for Woodruff and maybe one of the Brewers outfielders, Taylor Oh, Tyron Taylor, uh, Hunter Renfro, kill two birds, one stone. Mm -hmm. Um, Trading for Woodruff will cost a lot and trading for or adding Renfro or Tyron Taylor to that will cost even more. I don't see that happening. Uh, I mean, we saw the Brewers trade Hater. You think that's going to go over well? Them trading Brandon Woodruff? I don't think so. It'll probably go over better than trading like Corbin Burns, but it still probably won't go over well. Uh, I, I don't see the Brewers doing that. Based on, um, I mean, Burns and Woodruff are good starters. One, uh, I think they're trying to contend next year, and that Hater move did not work out for them. Lots of questions here. I thank you guys for being here. Uh, again, three years, if you're just tuning in, three years expected according to Dennis Lynn for Nick Martinez. He's back with the Padres. We do not know how much money, though. I I predicted three for 30 this past week, so I'm right on the years, and we'll see about the money. LTAS760 asked, do you think we will get Blake Snell back? I think there's a higher probability that we get Darvish back over Snell. I think the Padres want to extend Darvish more than Snell. At least that's their priority. Um, so we'll see. Snell probably wants to come back. I think the Padres want Snell back, but they probably want to get the Darvish one done first. Ivy says, trade Kim for Brian Reynolds. Well, <laughs> okay. You're not just going to trade only Kim. One, they have O'Neill Cruz playing shortstop for the Pirates, so that's not really a fit. And who's going to play shortstop for the Padres if you do that? Brian Reynolds is not a shortstop. Tatis could when he comes back, but they're not trading Hassan Kim. I, I just don't see that. I, I There's a lot of uh, scenarios being brought up here tonight. I just don't see that happening at all. Uh, Jason says, Ben, I agree with you on Tatis. I've read rumors about him playing shortstop, second, first outfield and or DH. Where do you think he'll fit? I think he may play a couple of positions. I, I don't think he may play. I think he will play a couple of positions. Definitely. DH. He will do. You got to keep him off his feet. You're you're not going to play him every day in the field. Um, and shortstop, he'll play some, right? Kim's not going to play every day there. And then the outfield. So I think short, outfield, DH, I think that's where you'll see him next year. But in terms of like a permanent position, like where is he going to play most of his time, the majority of the time? That's dumb of me to even talk about right now because we don't know what the rest of the roster is going to look like. Um, Ivan asked how much money you think Martinez is getting. I'm like 12 minutes behind on this chat, so I've just answered that. $30 million is what I think. Three for 30. We will see. Yeah, Alex. Good point here. He says, "What about Ryan Yarbrough? He got DFA'd by the Rays. He can be a good bullpen piece. I think he could. He he has started before too. So maybe they add him to the spring training competition. I would definitely, um, I would welcome him. But since he's DFA'd, I think they'd still have to give the Rays something for him. And there's probably other teams that are interested in him. So they'll probably have to. If he gets released, they'll have to outbid a team." So we'll see about him. But, yeah, I like it. I like that. See, he seems like a, a, a low-risk type guy. Uh, Mitchie says, hi, what are the chances of landing either Judge, DeGrom, Sanga, Correa, or Trey Turner? You guys, wow, you guys are wild tonight. You guys are bringing up all the names that are unrealistic. Judge, that's a no. You're trying to extend Soto. Degrom, that's a no. You're not paying forty plus million dollars for a guy that it's not a guarantee he stays healthy. I know it's not a guarantee for any starting pitcher, but especially him. No, Kodai Senga, he's the most realistic one out of those names that you had. Uh, maybe, but that's probably like five years. I've seen seventy-five million. Carlos Correa, no. Trey Turner, no. As I already talked about earlier. Um. All right, I'll get to the chat. I'll continue the chat. Uh, but first, this episode is sponsored by Gaglione Bros' famous cheese steaks and garlic fries. Their main location is on Friars Road, and you can visit gaglionebros.com for their menu and contact information. You can also enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Peco Park and inside Snapdragon Stadium. All right. If you're just tuning in again, Nick Martinez back with the Padres. Three years, I think $30 million, but we don't know the amount of money yet. Uh, just chilling with Padres fans here on this Tuesday night. Someone in the chat here says, bring back Fran Mill for DH. I don't know. Uh, I mean, not as the full-time DH. Maybe on a minor league deal, but he struggled with the Guardians and the Cubs. So if the Padres are like serious, they're not thinking emotionally, uh he's not going to be the starting d they're not gonna bring him back to be like the primary d h. They're not gonna bring in a primary DH, I don't think. They like to keep that position open to give guys days off, half days off, and you don't know about Tatis. What if he's dealing with an injury? What if Manny's dealing with an injury and they're not good enough to play the field, you can put him at DH. So as great of a story that might be if they brought him back or like if he's a fan favorite obviously I A minor league deal, spring training invite, probably at best. Jackson asked, would you rather have Bassett or Senga if Seidler opens the wallet? Oh, man. Probably Bassett because I've seen what he can do at the big league level, and we know that he can pitch here. Senga, I I think he'll be able to pitch here, but it's not a guarantee. Um... And for some reason, I feel like Bassett will be shorter term. It won't be like five years. It'll be uh, like three years for Bassett is what it feels like. So we'll see. I don't think Bassett's coming. Senga, maybe. I'd rather have Bassett, though. Bassett or Senga, Bassett's the guy. Man, Irie, you are big on this Brian Reynolds guy. Reynolds is an all-star center fielder. Uh, He's probably the second best center fielder next to Trent. Only he is more reliable offensively by far than Trent. I understand what you're saying there, but I don't think he had as good of a year as he did in 2021. I don't think 2022 is as good as 2021 for Reynolds. And the Pirates are unwilling to give Brian Reynolds up. Like, they're asking for a lot. They were asking for Abrams and Gore in those talks. And the Padres don't have them anymore. So I don't even think they would trade their prospects that they have now. They're not going to trade Merrill for Brian Reynolds. They're trying to extend Soto. And they can bring in a a left fielder on a one-year deal. And you have a gold glove center fielder. And you would think you can't get worse offensively than Trent did in 2022. Right? So the Padres are expecting him to improve somewhat. I just don't think it's worth it to go trade for Brian Reynolds for what the price tag would be I just don't think so all right this has been fun it was longer than I expected I, I I've just been waiting for the money to see how much money Martinez is gonna get but uh we don't know yet so stay tuned to the social media channels at talking friars Twitter and Instagram and this YouTube page obviously talking friars to uh, get my reaction to that, or just to see how much he gets. Three years is what is expected. We don't know the terms, but a great day to be a Padres fan. Nick Martinez back with the Padres. Robert Suarez is back. Nick Martinez is back. It is um, a great start to the offseason, that's for sure. All right, Ben Fan signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in here. Episode 281 of Talking Friars, brought to you by Gaglio and Bro's Famous Cheese Steaks and Garlic Fries. Have a great night, everyone. See ya.